funny. So the most memorable interaction I ever had, and this, I would say the one that means most to me, mm-hmm. right? And it's funny because I don't think I've ever mentioned this one, but so it was actually at a club. <laughs> and, and it's not in the way you think. Like, Whoa. What's up? Celebrity. Oh my hey, gosh. Hey. What is up? <laughs> so you're in Taipei now? Yeah, I'm in Taipei. I'm having a, my girlfriend's calling me. I was like, um, yeah, I was, I'm in Taipei and it's been like the greatest trip ever. And then all of a sudden today it just got so cold. Oh, like so cold. But I remember my dad was like, oh, like, oh, and I was like, oh, like how cold can it be? Right. But it is like, I assume it's similar to Hong Kong, like, but it's, it's like nine degrees. But it, it feels, feels like colder. It's like, mm-hmm. feels like it's like one. I'm like, dude, like yeah. it feels yeah. like it's as cold as Canada here. It's the kind of cold that layers won't help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's so like I was freezing. Like my hands, I'm like, dude, like, what is going on here? Yes, subtong is so it's yeah, so real. Exactly, it's so real because it's like there's no way of escaping anywhere. There's moisture, you're feeling cold. Oh my god, like subtong is like like I remember because it's my first time ever like here in January or so. And I'm just like, well, wow, like, he wasn't kidding. And it's it's also not cold enough to put, like, heaters everywhere in, like, each room and it, each building, so. Honestly, yeah. This morning, this morning, I legit woke up. I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I remember, like, taking, like, a two-hour exam in high school and, like, with, like, puffy jacket writing the answers because there's no... And they, like, opened the window to lao tong, lao tong. Like, the air is just... <laughs> It's crazy because I'll be honest, like, indoors, it's more comfortable in Canada just because we have heating. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Like, it's oh, crazy. Yeah. The heating part, yeah, we don't have heating in Macau. Well, today, guys, we have a special, special guest, if you haven't noticed. It's Sheldon from Canto Mando. Yeah, I'm not that special. You guys make me feel so good about myself. <laughs> Oh my god, the first time, I remember the first time I found you guys' channel, I think I was already here, it was a little late, but like, it was a couple years back, and I was like, oh my god, Canto Mando, it's like, literally, I don't know, like, it made me feel like home, because I I moved away from Macau, and like, just seeing people interested to talk about Cantonese, which is something just, something we grew up with, you know, like, but yeah. Yeah, no, you guys, like, you don't realize, like, I mean, there's, there's just not that much... I mean, there is more so now, but they're just like a lot of people kind of like keep the Canto or the Mando, like or whatever, like on the down low and just really embrace like that Western side. Mm-hmm. So you guys don't, I don't know if you guys see that now that you've been here for a while, but so many ABCs, they kind of, I mean, it's changing now in the past couple of years. When I was growing up, it was like, we got to be, we got to be like as Western as we can be. Mm-hmm. But it was. And that was like more of your um, content back then too, right? But then you guys still incorporate some like Chinese into it, though, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, our our, our goal, like when we first kind of started off, was really just like we want to hopefully inspire other Acadian or Asian Americans to embrace the heritage language mm-hmm. and be able to like speak it, like whether it's like Cantonese, Mandarin. I remember we just sang on Shanghainese once and. It's just like anything. Yeah. Nice. 
How did you guys become friends? Like, you guys are so close. It's so cute. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was just like that because we went to high school together. All three of you. Yeah, we all went to high school oh. together. And like we all became friends just like playing basketball. And then it was kind of like, you know, like when high school guys just like kind of bond over. I- I'm not going to lie. It was bond over a mutual failure with girls. Girl. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Like, oh, fuck. Really, like, this doesn't like me back. Oh, like, it didn't work out. You suffered like, through it together. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, that's how, like, you kind of bond. It's like you either bond because... Like you're really cool and like you're like so like the Chad with all the chicks, or you bond because you're the anti Chad, <laughs> and we were the anti Chad. Yeah. Oh yeah, we know what you mean. We're like literally <laughs> outcasts. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You're the anti Chad. So like, oh shit. Like that's how we bonded. <gasps> I've never told anyone that. Like everyone's always like, oh, we we're basketball, but in reality, it was bonding through being anti Chad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> trying to like secretly like we're like, all right, we gotta become Chads, but we bond because we are anti Chad. Anti-chess. Unite! Hey, it's a different kind of bond, you know, when you suffer together. That's a strong bond. It's like us, yes, mean. Yeah. (laughs) We're like, look at all those locals. We're all, we're here at Guaymoy together. (laughs) What were the the initial conversations like? Like, even before you started the channel, what were the initial conversations you had with them about, like, creating something? Do you remember? about Kento Mando. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, st- I started Kento Mando first. At first, it was just me. Okay. And then, like, it started off as a language learning channel. I don't know if you guys know. No, I think not. I remember reading a post of because you, you've been selling Kento, uh, Mandarin course, right? And I remember reading a post of how initially you wanted to teach. Was it Cantonese or Mandarin? So initially what happened was, like, I spoke zero Mandarin, and I had really bad Cantonese. And then what happened was, like, one summer, I was, like, I I spent so long trying to learn the language, but I kept failing. And then I was, like, oh, I'm going to try something else. Like, I'm going to try using my Cantonese to help me. And then, like, suddenly I was, like, oh, wait, like, things are clicking fast. So even before I could even speak it that well, I was, like, I'm going to make a YouTube channel trying to teach this. Oh, that's so inspiring. I was like, I was like, oh, like if it helped me this much, hopefully it can help other people, mm. right? And I, and like, I think through because I, I had that change that summer because I always hated being Chinese. I was like that Chinese kid who really wanted to be white. And so like that summer when I was kind of like learning a bit more and I discovered that thing, I was like, I started to explore Chinese culture more, and it made me start to appreciate like my Cantonese side and my Mandarin side. I mean, I'm, and then like, I'm like learning Mandarin, not my Mandarin side. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, like this is actually really cool. Like it's like, it's actually, I studied something like Chinese songs, like Canto songs, Mandarin songs. And I was like, wow, if like I can help even one person through this and they can rediscover that part of their culture, like that'd be cool. That's awesome. So we made the channel. Okay. Yeah. But then like, obviously Chinese not, wasn't sexy. <laughs> You became more anti-chat. Were you like teaching like as a teacher in a classroom? I think it's, it might still be up, but like the first video, like I could barely speak matter at the time. Like my tones were all off and it was like a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> and then, and then I remember like Mike, like I showed it to Mike at that time and he was like, I was like, hey, what do you think? He's like, bro, like, like it looks like my mom was singing karaoke kind of thing. Like it's, what the hell is this? That's hilarious. 
Like, no one's gonna watch this. Yeah, I put it out. <laughs> he was right, no one watched it. But then I kept doing videos, and eventually he was like, I think he just thought it interesting, so he was like, oh, let me hop on and do it with you. Oh. That's so nice. we started doing it together. Oh, okay. And then eventually, like, we gave up on the whole teaching Chinese thing. Because oh. it was just... Yeah, I was like, yeah, like, this... Like, this is too much effort mm-hmm. for absolutely zero results. Like, no one... Mm-hmm. Like, we, we, I think we had, like, six people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really helpful. <laughs> and then... And then... And I was like, okay, well... Like, yes. you know how much work it is to edit, edit right? It's a yeah. lot of fucking work. So true. Can I swear or is that? Oh yeah, swear away. It's a lot. You're Sheldon. You can do anything. I was like, it's a lot of fucking work. So I gave up, right? And we, and we had engineering. I had engineering school again, and then I I did almost master. And then what happened was like I was doing another internship like a like that summer, and like it was funny because at the time on my resume, right, I had fluent in Cantonese. I had fluent in Chinese in my resume. Oh. And you lie on French. your resume. <laughs> I had fluent what in French in my resume too. Oh, wow. I, I, I actually speak French. I speak French. But like, it's a Mandarin at that time. Under toi? Under toi. Exactly. <laughs> so, but like, the Canadian Mandarin, like, I was a straight up lie at that time. <laughs> but, and I was like, wow, that's funny. I'm going to make a video about this. Yes. And then that video, it was like a video how like we, we put Cantonese food on our resume and then like half it's English, right? Uh-huh. And then at that time, that video, I put it out. And it was, like, before TikTok, all this stuff. It was just to yeah. put it up. And then it just, it just like, first no one watched it. And then all of a sudden, like, three hours later, it was just Boom. people after people were tagging their friends. Like, over and over again. They're like, oh, my God, this is me. Over. Oh, that's insane. That's so cool. It's, like, the first steps of being trend, like, the trending. Um, yeah. Oh, this is me. This is me. This is so me type of thing. And then it's, like, crazy. At the time, it's, like, it was on Facebook. Right, like TikTok and stuff didn't exist, and then it's like you click on the other profiles, you see like, oh my god, this person's from Australia, this person's from like UK. It's like, holy crap, this is crazy. Wow, that's so cool. You know what? It reminds me of our like kind of our journey because you're right. Like in the beginning, I did like we did those like graphics with with like how to pronounce each word, even how to type it, like chokseng, and and like there's no one like this. Yeah, no one's watching. You're like, oh, what the, what the <laughs> hell am I doing this for? Like, am I doing it for me? Like, I see. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. What am I doing this for? <laughs> yeah. And then we became relatable, and then we gain, you know, their interest. The audience. Yeah, yeah an audience. exactly. That's, that's, and that's Exactly. And so, yeah, when that video took off, all of a sudden I get a text from Mike being like, "Yo, that's sick, dude. Let's let's get back into it, bro." <laughs> <laughs> and then so he gets in, and then. Oh. After that, we just start doing it, and then eventually, like third guy Edward, he yeah. just comes in. Yeah, <laughs> nice. And then next thing you know, it's us three. Mm. Wow. Uh, can you share a memorable interaction with a fan, like with fans? Funny. So the most memorable interaction I ever had, and this, I would say, the one that means most to me, mm. right? And it's funny because I don't think I've ever mentioned this one, but so it was actually at a club. <laughs> And, and it's not in the way you think, like, oh, like, or something, I don't know how anything happened. But it's like, it's like, so what happened was I was, at, I, I was at the club, right? And then, like, this girl comes up to me, right? I hope I'm not listening to this. <laughs> but, so this girl comes up to me, and I remember at that time, like, I was like, I was really like, oh, like, I want to do, like, Cantonese, Mandarin, like, different videos and stuff. And so we did a video with Shanghainese in it, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
like just kind of like us like listening to the language and stuff yeah. and it, it, it did it did terrible but i remember because like i was like really passionate like I, at that time i was like oh like i really wanted to just, like help other people like so many people in this community who never see any content that revolves shanghainese right and so the girl came up to me and she was like oh my god it's kenomando i just like i you know that video you had on shanghainese like i loved that video because like i i never ever get to see anything in my language and i was like i only speak shanghainese it's like that it made me so happy to see that Mm -hmm. and like like i think those interactions like the ones where it's like you know you made me want to learn my language you want to do xyz like like mandarin or cantonese whatever those are the ones that mean the most to me yeah it means it means a lot right when you put something out there not sure if anyone would see it but then in person you meet them and they're like really appreciating it Exactly, because online it's just words, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Like, that, that's might be your mom. <laughs> <laughs> or just any you know bot. Like, like, you don't know, yeah, it might be a bot. You're like, it might be your mom. So you go like, oh, oh, like, don't give up, Sheldon. I love the video, right? You don't know. Okay, she's, the, she's one of the troll bots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like putting on a little mustache, like typing things out, and then she takes another photo of her. You never know. That's right? <laughs> true. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Well... You know what? Um, before this interview, like obviously, I was like trying to research you, like try to refresh my mind. And you're from Macau, or like this, your descendant is from Macau. Your parents are from Macau. Yeah, my my parents are from Macau. Oh, <laughs> like were they born there? Like they're born there. Like they yeah, born there. Like grew up there. Um, like we used to go back every summer. That's why I was like, whoa, wait, you're in Macau? I was like, that's so random. But then I was like, okay, I saw you went to China. So I was like, oh, maybe because they're, he's just going there. But I'm like, oh, Moonyang. Oh, Moonyang. I kind of want to know where your parents went to school now. Oh, don't say, oh, I think, what's it called? It was called, um, my mom went to this, my mom went to, uh, I think it's called Puitzing or something. Puitzing? I mean, that's what I was thinking. It's probably Puitzing. That's the best school, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, it's one of the best schools oh, in, yeah. in Macau. It's, oh, it's the okay. hardest school to get in. Like, uh, they're known for being top. Probably, in sports, too. Probably not 40 years ago. No. Oh. <laughs> probably, like, if my mom's listening to this, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guarantee you 40 years ago, probably just <laughs> everyone, man. Let's just take everyone. Oh, I see. And then I think my, my dad went to, like, I know my dad went to... I think it was an English school. I think it was called like Santa Maria or something like that. I forgot what it's called. Oh, single. I mean, I, I don't know. Santa Rosa. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah, Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa. <laughs> That's my school. <laughs> I think so. I think it was that one. Well, because Santa Rosa is now a girls' school. I don't know before, but like oh. boys used to go there up to a certain age, and then they'll transfer to another school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he told me that. I think he told yeah? me that was a story. Yeah, I think so. He so. probably went to um Bos- uh Bao Bao Like oh you oh, 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 also sounds familiar. All boys school. That's the old boys. Also familiar. Like I know that my dad didn't like my dad went to like a, a school that was more English focused. It wasn't as okay. Chinese focused. Then yeah, that's, that's probably one of those. They were known yeah. to be like you know private oh. school students and like. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. But, yeah, it's crazy because um, I mean like. I feel the Macau pride now, now that I'm older. Yeah. But like I remember when I was younger, I'm not gonna lie. Oh. Every time I went to Macau, I was like, 
ว่าโอ้มูนเขาหมุนนะ To be honest it is small it's pretty yeah. small no especially because like when you're a kid especially I mean like now when I go back it's like I can go out on my own but when you're a kid yeah. it's like mm-hmm. I just spend the summer in my grandma's house yeah that's not mine and like all I do is just play like uh chuan ai di that's all I did all I do is play that and then I watch like olam in konoa Uh-huh. You know Olam, right? It's. I think it sounds familiar. Olam and then Ding Dong. Ding oh, Dong. Ding Dong. Ah, Kelolo Kongguancho. The frogs. You guys, you guys, you guys are different era. I I know which I know which Anne you're talking about because I watched that. But like that was like yeah. when I was older. I watched that one. It's cool because we're both ninety ninety five. I mean, we're three three of us ninety ninety five. Oh, you're ninety five too. Yeah, we're well, all ninety five. You're ninety five and you don't know Olam. I know Olam. It's wait. I just wait, forgot how what it looks like. Is it a boy? It's a boy, right? It's, it's that boy who becomes like a. He's like a, a grown up. He's a detective. You know what? The one with the glasses, like he. Like yes. A, they're short. Yeah. Because you know, I'm not. We're girls. So we, maybe that, maybe we we like... we didn't really watch Chinese cartoon growing up. We watch English. I do do too. switch channels in those four channels. You know, the two Hong Kong. Feature Toy. Channel, <laughs> yeah, Feature and TVP, and then there's the Pearl, like English. Pearl. Yeah. And the uh, ATV, you know, like I would go to those sometimes too. Ah, I see, I see, I see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's insane. Ah,、uh, because you know, I mean, the, there's a video that um, Fung Brothers like mentioned us. They were like, "Oh, Outcast from the eight five two." You know, in Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, like,、oh. how does it feel like when you say like, I don't know if that ever comes up. Like, if, did you ever have to explain where Macau is? All the time.、Oh. You know what actually was the most like, like、uh, on the Canto Pride thing?、Uh, did you guys watch Shang Chi? Yeah. Oh, that yeah, was so, yeah in Macau. Yeah, that <laughs>、like、was in Macau.、Scenes. But then like they had that scene, like it was like it showed Macau, and then they was they spoke Mandarin. And I was like, oh, ah, dang. I was、yeah. like so excited. I'm like, I know Tony Leung's in it. I'm, I'm like, I, I, I was so excited to hear some Canto in that moment. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. And then they spoke Mandarin. I was like.、Mm. So it's like, cause yeah, I mean, like it's like we do the program and like we want to help Cantonese speakers learn Mandarin,、mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like we like it's Canto Pride, right? Like we want people to embrace their Cantonese, and just because you learn Mandarin doesn't mean you got to like abandon the Cantonese, right?、Oh, true, yeah, cause yeah. better, more is better, obviously. Like yeah, if you learn Spanish, you want to know Portuguese too. I mean, it's like exactly. Okay. It's like they shouldn't. Yeah. So like, I I I wanted in that movie. I was like, I really want to hear Cantonese in that moment. Like at least one word. Like you got Tony Leung in there. Yeah. Mandarin. <laughs> at least a KLF passing by. Dang. <laughs>、yeah. like, at least that. Right. Just like someone passing by. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just something. <laughs> so like, true. Macau, you know. But、uh, I remember I was I was just excited to see the Bank of China that I go to <laughs> when I was、yeah. younger. Like, that, that's my、there. bank. Yeah. That's my bank.、Yeah. No, they have that. Like, what's that really tall casino? Uh, so there's the one on like not the Times. I said the Omoon side, like the Lisboa. Yeah, yeah Lisboa, Lisboa, Lisboa. Yeah, that's like the, that's the one I saw in the. In the, in the Some poking. Some poking. Yeah. Yeah. Lisboa. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What is your favorite Cantonese dish? Like, what's the first thing you would get? Like, order when you if you're in Macau, right? Oh,、now? in Macau, there's like um, so like I don't really know where it is, but. There was a spot right downstairs from my grandma's house where、mm. they had like this ngau lam ngau lam 
Lodi. Oh my god, is this Gumlay? So, okay, I don't Typhoon know. or Macau? In Macau, in Macau. So, oh, okay. okay. Macau. I'll, I'll tell you what it is, like, you know where, like, the, there's, like, the hospital on the mountain, and there's, like, yeah. a sports Sandang. arena. Sandang. Uh-huh. Yeah, Sandang, and there's, like, a sports arena there. Yeah, like, yeah. On the, yes. And then there's, like, yeah, so on the right side of that sports arena is where, like, around that Ngam Locho is, somewhere there. Yeah. Maybe maybe when you go next time, you can check it out. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. We went to school right there, so we oh. ate, like, oh, Yeah, we probably crossed paths. We probably crossed paths. <laughs> probably. Imagine. But you, you said you started the channel, like, your Kanto Mano channel, with teaching. Um, and then you, you turn into something else, like, the content, kind of just you guys having fun together with Chinese. And then now you're back to teaching um mandarin right teaching yeah exactly because i mean what happened was it was like so we did the youtube channel and then like when you quit your jobs and you do youtube right it's like mm. everything's on youtube right and so it's just like we're like okay we need to perform make sure we can feed ourselves right and in our minds at that time like this chinese theme stuff unfortunately it didn't it didn't really feel like it would it would, it would do that for us you know what i mean okay. Yeah, it's like we need to make sure that we make a living out of this, mm-hmm. and we couldn't find that with the audience. At the same time, though, it was like people loved watching us do all these like you know random things. Yeah. I think at the time, at the time, not of weird effects. <laughs> girls thought we were really cute, so it was just like that was the direction we were moving in. Yeah. Wow! And, and so like it, it felt it was like oh cool, like awesome, we're doing great in YouTube, and like um like we're seeing views, we're seeing success. But I think like a part of me always felt sad that like it's like i had this whole goal in the beginning of wanting to inspire people mm. to learn the language you know embrace their cantonese and then help them learn mandarin to hopefully help them reclaim their culture and you know feel that and so some part of me just like was like i'm gonna make a course i don't know if anyone's gonna want it but i'm just gonna do it wow right and so I told the guys, I'm like, I'm going to do it. Like, I, I truly don't know if anyone wants it. Like, but I'm like, I, I'm telling you, I, I want to do it. I just, because I, it's like, I feel like I have this, like, I feel like I have this thing that I want to give because oh. there's, there's so much to Cantonese and Mandarin that it's like, when you have to use like the traditional, like Chinese school stuff that we have to use or like whatever, it's just so hard to learn. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, we, we built that out. I built that out. It took like, over two years. Wow. And then and then when I put it out, I was like, okay, like blueprint. Yeah, I couldn't have been a blueprint. And wow. then I put it out and then I was like, okay, like if I even have one person say they're interested, I'll I'll like ecstatic in him, like 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 jump, jump, jump against jump on the bed. And then yeah, like right away, like people were like, Oh my god, I really needed this. And mm-hmm. I was like, Holy crap. That's <laughs> like this wild. is nuts. That is and then so, yeah, and then suddenly it's like all these people start saying things like, "Oh my god!" Like, um, like the students, like, "Oh my god!" Like, I, I finally feel like I can, because a lot of them they, they feel that like embarrassment where it's like, like you know, so you know when like Chinese people come up to you and they like start start talking to you in Mandarin because you love Chinese, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you're like, oh, I speak Cantonese, so like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't finally don't feel that anymore. I can finally talk to them. I can like help the grandpa on the street. You know, I can like start using it and like I could travel to China, speak to my family. I could travel to like anywhere, and it's just like. When when those came in, I was like, "Wow, that's so cool!" Nice. Like that means a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah, so I'm not gonna lie. Like, still to this day, the one that means the most is when they say, "I improve my Cantonese." You improve yeah. my Cantonese. I see. I think I don't know. If, like, um, 
I, I think a lot of people might have felt this growing up, but growing up, like to be honest, until the age of like fourteen, I thought we were the majority. Cantonese. Like, I, yeah, because I, because I think like everyone in um like a lot of the immigrants in Canada are Cantonese speakers, right? So I mean, like, you probably grew up around a lot of Cantonese. Exactly. Right? Like no, my, literally my entire yeah, community yeah, was. Yeah. I, I actually think that even Mike, because Mike is Mike is from Beijing, uh-huh. but he came here at six. He thought he was a minority too. <laughs> like he, like, like he, thought, he thought he was the minority. That's so, until, so interesting. Until fourteen, I thought that, like, like literally all the communities in in um in in Toronto, like it's changing now in recent years as more Mandarin speakers come. Okay. But growing up, they were all Cantonese. But it it makes sense though, because I feel like it makes sense that you guys are the majority in your area because that's a lot of can most of Cantonese exactly. do it, right? Exactly. Yeah. So. It's like only in recent years has it really shifted, mm-hmm. and okay. now, unfortunately, I mean, not, I can't say unfortunately, but I guess I can't say unfortunately. It's like when I go to a grocery store, I used to say like, "Oh, they help guy, whatever." Now mm-hmm. I say like, "Oh, the house is here," right? Uh-huh. Just the way things have have changed, Dang. but like, yeah. So I, I thought we were the majority until like fourteen. <laughs> No, I, then, see, I feel I feel that I, I think yeah. us too like when we were in Macau especially without social media and stuff how would yeah, you, you don't realize exactly yeah. until yeah. you actually get out there or go to China like yeah I only remember using Mandarin in China like when we go you know to yeah. the underground mall to, to bargain that place that place is that place is busted. Yeah, I love yeah. going there. That's, that's so place. cheap. But yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. No, so um, yeah. And then I remember when I found out that we were the minority. I remember I was talking to my cousin that time, and I was like, I was like, damn it! Like, if only we, like, if only we were born in mainland China instead, mm-hmm. then we could Mandarin because now we have this useless language. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 as in like, like it's it's truly how I felt. That, that's I like, how exactly how we too yeah. thought it was useless that we learned the wrong chinese exactly exactly and and it was so interesting because i felt that for a long time and i was like oh, I, I know this useless chinese right and, and then oh, it was it was actually surprisingly when i started learning mandarin right that uh-huh. i started to realize how cool cantonese was right uh-huh, because uh-huh. it's like you realize that there's just there's certain ways to express yourself that you just don't have in Mandarin uh, first. I see. Yeah. What other ways would it be like different? I guess from your experience, right? Learning from native English speaker. Like even even for instance, like music, right? Mm-hmm. There's a certain there's a certain difference that a certain different feel that Cantonese songs have that Mandarin cannot emulate. Like you know the song like uh Fuji Sanha, right? By Yisen Chen. Mm-hmm. Fuji Sanha, right? Yeah, so, we know Yisen Chen, but not the song. <laughs> Yeah. Um uh uh okay, I'm not gonna sing it. Yeah. So anyway. No, I don't think I know this song, but I know Eastern Chinese. So like a lot of songs have a Cantonese version and a Mandarin version, right? Like when I was learning Mandarin, I was like, one, the Cantonese lyrics are way superior. Right? Like deeper? Like this. Like they're deeper. Like Mandarin is like I love you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, Whereas, like, mm-hmm. Cantonese is called, like, under the Fuji mountain, right? It's just, like, uh-huh. it sounds deeper, right? Uh-huh. And then, two is, it just, there's a certain beauty to it. Yeah. And so, it was, like, because 
I learned Mandarin. And I, I don't think I would have, I don't think I ever would have taken, like, I don't think I ever would have developed that interest in the Chinese language. And that made me appreciate my Cantonese more. And then it made me really realize I, I love, the, I love the Cantonese that I have. Beautiful. It's true. That's yeah, true. It's, I've never heard it from someone who, you know, learned um, Cantonese and Mandarin as a native English speaker, because I think yeah. that's for us, we grew up with it. So we can't sure we have fun with the language. Right. But we yeah. can't really see from the outside perspective. So it's interesting to hear. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, so the Cantonese music I, is so true, though, because exactly. and it's hard to make because yeah. it's hard to rhyme. Yeah. Um, in Cantonese, right? That's what I heard. Yeah. But. And and I think a, a big thing, because I know a lot of people have felt that like useless language thing, right? And it's like, it doesn't have to be Mandarin or Cantonese, like it can be both, yeah. right? And that's that's what we want to like help people that's with. And it's, it's so, so it's funny, after I learned Mandarin, and the first time I went to Beijing, mm. I literally got in a cab, right? And the first thing the guy said, oh, you should go nowhere. And I'm like, and then, Immediately, he's like, oh, oh, we love Cantonese songs. Like, he's like, with so much passion. He's like, oh, oh. And I was like, oh. and then he just started playing, like, <laughs> right? I know that song. And then, and then, and then, like, it was like, suddenly it's like this whole, like, unlock. He's like, he's like, oh, uh, hey, uh, right? I'm like, there, there, there. He's like, oh, I'm like, he's like, I really want to learn. I'm like, like it, it just it's 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 so it's not like Cantonese or Mandarin. It it's like there's there's a beauty to Cantonese that yeah that uh, so many a lot of people like really appreciate. A lot of people like see language like oh it's a tool like that's all it yeah. is. But not really. I mean, you can connect to people in this, these ways even though you're like one is not even fluent yeah. in Cantonese. <laughs> exactly. There's just so many ways to express one thing like in Cantonese. Exactly. It's like so many it's so creative. Even Exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm telling you right now like I was I was I was also just in uh Yunnan. Oh. Mom, right? Mm. And the same thing there like another guy his plays a 100% Cantonese songs. He's just like <laughs> I, I really want to learn like oh. it's crazy to me, to me. Even in like the streets like in the night markets it's, it's Cantonese songs. I'm like like, was, like me, and my mom were there. I was like, "Why am I hearing like Leslie Chung here in here in Yunnan?" It's, it's like, it's almost like yeah, it was very strange, but I like it. It made me very so yeah. It's just like all those moments and things reinforcing that just made me realize like it's just yeah. I I really love and I'm really yeah. proud of that Cantonese background. I'm sure you guys. Are, I know you guys are too. We're very proud, but like we yeah. literally our last um episode, we were talking about how we learned the wrong Chinese, you know, <laughs> like because uh, just like what you said, we thought we we were learning the the norm, the the one that most people spoke beside us, and yeah, and and also just growing up, I think like when studying Mandarin or like having Mandarin classes, it feels like that's the main language of the country yeah, yeah. so you gotta know it and so we were so good at it so we're like almost embarrassed like oh we don't know mandarin we only know cantonese mm -hmm. you know like i'm telling you like <clears throat> right now because uh like our our program teaches cantonese speakers how to use their cantonese help them learn mandarin faster right yeah but we've gotten so many people asking for can we have Mando to Canto? The other way around. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and that's crazy to me too. I'm like, oh, like, because we always think about it from the perspective of like, oh, like, use, like, oh, there's all these people in Mandarin. But 
like so many people just want to learn Cantonese because I mean it's it's beautiful language. And and recently there's a lot more um Canto influencers too, like exactly. popping up, like making fun content and so I guess, yeah. you know, see yeah. that. I love exactly. that. Like I love how like it's re- we're really a diaspora. We're everywhere. Yeah. And also, yeah. I mean, I do also want to point out because there's this like I, I I like I I think this narrative is destructive, mm. but um, there's this you know the narrative like Cantonese is dying, right? Mm. Cantonese is dying is the most destructive narrative in the world. Mm. Tell me, elaborate. And the reason why is because. People think that when you say Cantonese is dying, it inspires other people to want to learn it and mm-hmm. to want to, to. But why would anyone want to learn a dying language? Yeah. So why would I want to go on a fallen ship, right? So like that's why like I I despise that narrative because that narrative only it only serves people who already speak it, which yeah. is not important at all because you don't want you don't want like who cares if you already speak it then they're not going to learn it. So mm-hmm. you want to inspire the people to want to learn it, and so that yeah. narrative only makes it worse. You're right. Right. But in reality, there's more Cantonese speakers than there are Korean speakers. Yeah, and that's definitely, like, new to us, too. Like, I guess we only learned that narrative starting this channel and, like, people talking about it, right? Like, but when we were in Macau, it was, like, never heard of it. Like, everyone's just normally living their lives with Cantonese. So it's definitely, like, new. I will say when I was in Macau last, I did hear, like, some, like, little schoolgirl speak Mandarin. Oh, yeah. No, it's (laughs) slowly... It's I mean, because a lot of a lot of mainland Chinese Asian. students like to come to study it's in Macau studying. too. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I, it's almost like they were like they were like like grade five or something. Yeah, I remember even before coming to America because I was a tutor for a little bit, English teacher uh-huh. tutor, and I had to teach a class in Hokong. Hokong is like this Chinese school, and at, sometimes I had to speak Mandarin because some of them couldn't understand Cantonese so yeah. like, oh god I have to use my Mandarin but now oh, it's yeah. a lot more um... oh, yeah. I I worked at a, a at a resort and you have to know Mandarin like as a requirement we have a lot of because we are I talk to a lot of different students and everything in the program and a lot of our students are people who work in Hong Kong mm. and they keep saying this one thing like if you work in Hong Kong now like you have to speak Mandarin mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah, it's the way it's gone, it but it, it, it doesn't mean the end of Cantonese. What about Toronto? Is it still like bustling with Cantonese? Like, I know you mentioned that you had to greet someone in Mandarin, but. I mean, I think, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I feel like normally I can tell right away if someone's going to speak Mandarin or, or Cantonese. Yeah? You, you feel like you have that, like, it's a weird sixth sense you have. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you have it. Like, not yet. Maybe not perfected yet. <laughs> I would usually if hear, I listen if they speak yeah if I went first. into Chinatown I wouldn't be able to tell if they speak Canto or Mando yet. Really, I I feel like there I have like a I don't know what it is because I mean inevitably it's like there's such a mix of people right there's there's even like people in Hong Kong with ancestry and like you know uh, like some northern part of mainland China right but something about I don't know Cantonese speakers like even before they talk. They have a certain vibe. I feel like I've just been able to differentiate. At, at least, like, at least between, like, like Cantonese ABCs and, like, oh. Mandarin ABCs. Or even, like, I feel like I can tell. So Ma- like, like, mannerisms? It's certain mannerisms, yeah. Okay. certain mannerisms. I don't know. If you, well, in, in Macau, we definitely see the difference between Omunyan and Dailogyan. Yeah. Definitely. That definitely see the difference. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in uh, Florida, like... 
yeah, like we just have so little Asian people around us. Around uh, when I do like like when I go to an Asian market. Is it Cantonese or Mandarin? Cantonese. I because I only heard I know because I heard her on the phone. Like Dema, hi, hi, my camera. I like, know. I I was like, oh hi, oh Moon Yen. Like I was so happy. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I actually feel like now, um, there's like a, I feel like the, the, the so this is kind of like where like it's, it's so helpful to speak the language because I feel like now it's like you kind of people more default to Mandarin to start. But then once they realize you speak Cantonese too, it's like, oh, yeah. it's like that like secret, like, like connections unlocked. And you're like, oh my God, like suddenly it's like, oh, like the war just blurt bl- out. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is so true. Um, I don't know if I ever told. Uh, so there was a time when we were working with like someone from mainland China, mm. right? And like, I guess like because we were the the call started off in English, like we just spoke in English, right? Yeah. And then like suddenly like I could see like she was like, clearly struggling, and like we like I was like okay like I can speak Mandarin if you want, and she's like oh. You you wish what go you mind? I was like, and then like something is like something. It was like it was like just like a, a word vomit on me. Yeah, and I feel yeah, like yeah. it's the same. I feel like it's the same when I speak to like a a Cantonese person who like was speaking Mandarin, and then like, oh wait, you speak Cantonese? Oh, <laughs> uh, but sometimes I'm like, you know, also I I kind of want to like, you know, maybe they want to test out their English, so I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll speak in English. But sometimes you know they're really struggling, and I spoke Cantonese. Yeah, they would be like, oh, they speak Gongzhou man. Yeah, they like, Gongzhou. Hey, Gongzhou. For my yeah. upbringing, for sure. Yeah. Hey, I mean, dark days make warriors. <sighs> oh, thank you so much, Sheldon, for making time for us. Like, uh, one more question, Joe. If we ever visit Toronto, you know, Canada, because there's a lot of Cantonese speakers there, like telling us, like, you should visit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Where, wh- what's the top restaurant should we uh, visit first? <laughs> if you came. Like five, eight years ago, oh. I would say, I would say, I would say, because my mom, my mom had a Cantonese restaurant growing up, and I would just plug that in. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, it was actually, closed down. It was actually, it's, it's, it was actually the bomb. Like oh. it's like a, it's what called kind of gay. Cantonese restaurant? Like like gay. Lun gay. Wow. It was like it was kind of like like Tatanin kind of food. Mm. Like kind of, I know, oh, a lot of like Macau kind of food too, actually. Tonga, <gasps> like um, I was gonna say like um, Kokai Pa. Well, that's that's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those ones, like Hot Sup Kai Pa or something like that. Oh, oh. Like, that kind of stuff. Oh, Hachukai Pa Pa. Yeah, that's the stuff. Um, but now, so it depends what you want, right? I mean, I'm not gonna recommend like you can like you can get like all like the generic steak and all that stuff. But actually, um, there's another restaurant. Uh, Woodstone. That actually, they they do have a lot of Macau stuff. Oh, like Chupa Pao. Oh. Um, was it? Um, what else do they have? Like like the Macau. We gotta go thing. one day. I know we gotta. What? Like you know how like they have they have a lot of, like that like it's like I think it's called like Macau. Macau baby, those cod, that, fried cod. Yeah, the cod, mm-hmm. the fried cod. Like that's a Macau mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, like, definitely. The, um, oh, you know, you know, oh, you know what? Um, they also have um. You know, how Omoon has like the Fei Tao Kai. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is like the weirdest thing. Like, why is Macau I know. National dish? <laughs> I remember, like, I remember my friend came. No, I think I was with my girlfriend, right? I was with my girlfriend, right? 
Yeah, I guess just like one of the last thing, like I know you mentioned, you know, like right now you're trying to uh, share this Canto Mando blueprint and but like what's the plan, I guess, with Canto Mando, like the channel itself, like what's the blueprint you... of your channel? <laughs> right, like do your partnership with your friends and like um, what does that look like or future of the channel? Yeah, so I mean, the the channel right now is headed towards the direction of more food based entertainment. Ooh, right? I didn't because see Uncle Rogers. Exactly, Uncle mm, Roger. Uncle right? Roger. And it's because like we have, it's like we also have a, a strong love for food as well, right? Yes. And so there's love for food, and oh, yes, we all know everyone loves food. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have love for food. So and then also, I mean, Edward just put out um, his mom has this chili oil. Oil, yeah. I saw that. I, yeah. I, I, I think it's the funniest name. Like he called it my mom's chili oil. I was like, <laughs> like it, it's it's funny. It, it's it's like I'm like because I remember he was like, yo, that's my mom's chili oil. And then he's like, because I remember he was thinking of a name for the chili oil. And then he's like, why don't I just call it my mom's chili oil? I was like, <laughs> like, are you sure, bro? Like, you just want to call it my mom's chili oil? That but, is, I mean, yeah. And then like, then like, and then like a week later, he's like, "All right, I, I, I got the domain, I got everything." I'm like, "You actually called Mama's chili oil?" <laughs> hey, it's relatable. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Oil, you know, <laughs> I guess. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's going down that direction, and I think it, it's, it's more fitting because mm-hmm. I think that one thing about us is like, so when I started the channel, right, my passion was around language and sharing mm-hmm. like the Chinese culture, sharing you know like the Cantonese, Mandarin, mm-hmm. Shanghainese, everyone helping everyone embrace that. But for them, that actually wasn't their passion, mm-hmm. right? And so we had a lot of different switches and conflicts over the years because we had so many captains and heads steering the boat who wanted mm-hmm. to go in different directions. Like mm-hmm. I cared about language. They cared about um, like different things. And so I, I, I still love food and I still love the channel. And so I think, but I also think it's great that, you know, the channel gets to go in this direction of food at the same time. You know, I get to find that fulfillment of being able to help people by doing the program mm-hmm. and like wow. get to the Mandel Blueprint and all that stuff. So I, I think that that's the direction of the channel is more food based entertainment. Yum. That's the direction we're going, building on that, and then keep going. Keep going, yeah. Like, yeah. y'all can put your minds in gending, like, you know? Yeah, I think yeah. that's like the big thing. Like, you can, you can do anything and you just got to go for it, right? Yep. Yeah, and I, think I know. I know you guys just launched your thing too. Yes, yes. We're trying to get more people, like you know, into the community, the Cantonese community. You know. Oh, congrats! That's oh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, like we'll we'll make more Cantonese speakers so that they can go to the Canto Amanda route too. You know, like. Hey, we can yeah. we can have that as like a maybe we'll talk about that maybe like yeah level Next one thing. get the Cantonese and level two. Use your Cantonese to help you learn Mandarin. Blueprint. Yeah. yeah. You know? 
That'd be legendary. It would be. That would be legendary. That's like the stack. People yep. from Macau doing it, people. <laughs> that would be that would be legendary. Yeah, oh dude, I God. feel like I I would have probably benefited from the blueprint too. Like you know, <laughs> learning the you know what helps. Dude, it's it's actually so interesting. Um, I don't know how much of it you've seen, but like you know, there's tones in Cantonese, right? Right. Yeah. Do, like you know how they relate to Mandarin? Did you ever learn that? No. Yeah. Yeah. We've learned Papamofa. So, oh, but I didn't know how Canto so, related to Mandarin. You know, for example, like, like, so you know, man, a Cantonese, you have six tones, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's actually linkages between the two. So tone one in Cantonese, go, right, actually becomes tone one in Mandarin, like 90% of the time. So, go, go, san, sam, san, right? San, shan, right? Same thing. See, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, but it's, Dude, it's like it's yeah. mind blowing, right? Because it, it, it is. Because yeah. what that right. means is like, as long as you know what the word sounds like in Cantonese. Because I, I I don't know what you guys, but like I think one of the hardest things when I was trying to learn Mandarin was remembering what the tones for the freaking words were. Mm-hmm. I knew I was like okay, G, but I was like the G, is it? Yeah. Is it G? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but if you know what the it sounds like in Cantonese, so you know it's Sky Tone One. This guy maps the tone one in Mandarin 90% of the time, so you know it's yeah. cheap. I want Mandarin as well. Yeah. Look at him, the golden tips. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is so nice. Now, That's if so you're nice. interested in this, check out Cantonese Blueprint. Yes, <laughs> link below, link below. And if you're interested in learning Cantonese, <laughs> you know, the Outcast team oh, got you, right? Thank you. Thank you, oh, Sheldon. God. Oh, God. It's crazy. I know, I know. I'm still like, kind of like. I um, know. Like I just keep call. thinking about the first time that I found your channel and like how, oh. like, like you guys are so cool. It'd be so cool to just chat with you and like now I'm here. And number one, like, really when nervous. you DM us to like collab, I'm like, oh my god. Oh. No, you like guys that. are making me nervous. You guys are making me feel like I'm, I'm like. Kanchang. Yeah. Mukanchang, mukanchang, I'm like, am I that cool? I'm not that cool. <laughs> The uh, anti-chad glow up here. Uh, hey, <laughs> I guess like, I guess I got cooler after the chad glow up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm definitely not chad. Like I I, I fully no, no, no. accepted it. I think there was a period of time don't when I was that. like, I was like I can become a chad, and then no, it's, it's, it's not it's not me. Who wants no to be a chad anyway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what's good, Yeah. All right, all right. Um, so any more uh last uh, things you wanna um shout mention? out? Yeah, mm. shout out or before we yeah. end the call. Yeah, I think uh yeah, I think the last thing is just going back to the thing we said earlier. It's like, especially because I I know like how passionate we all are about Cantonese is, is like yeah, that whole narrative of like Cantonese is dying or whatever like. Fuck that narrative. Yeah, don't even say that. Fuck that narrative. Don't say that narrative. Don't say it, right? Like, if you're a Cantonese speaker and you're listening to this, like, have pride in your culture because so many people, like, love Cantonese and yeah. want and want to be able to speak it. And like, you have to remember, like, I, and I, 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 there is a hundred percent more Cantonese speakers than there are Korean speakers. Oh, I think I did read somewhere like that. Yeah, and even exactly. one of the answers response that we got on our like question on the story, yeah. they did they did put the numbers exactly. like Korean. Exactly. There are more Cantonese speakers. Exactly. And so yeah. you don't see Korean people being like, oh, like you it's know, whatever. Language. So it's like, right, right. If, if if we want to 
have Cantonese prosper and everything, we need to focus on promoting the positives of it. Yeah. And showing the music, showing all that. Mm-hmm. And, like, and the it's, jokes. It's, it's, yeah, because just, just like think about it, like some some random, like how many BTS fans want to learn Korean? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huge, uh, right? So many like, people like, want to learn. Mm-hmm. If 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 you know you know Mirror, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if if Mirror just pops off, then everyone's gonna want to learn Cantonese, <laughs> and then we won't have this stupid narrative anymore, right? That's true. Yeah. C yeah, pop. Yeah. Exactly. The only thing for me though is I still like the older C pop. You know, like yeah, it's sung Hokao by Atan Bakan. It sounds familiar, but that's like truly old. No, I only know like the popular ones. Like Beyond. Oh yeah, Beyond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that song. Oh my god. But yeah, so it's just like that. It's like yeah, like let's not focus on saying Cantonese is dying, like, no more Cantonese mm-hmm. is dying narrative, mm-hmm. but let's focus on promoting the positives mm-hmm. uh, and how awesome Cantonese is. Because if some random chick from St. Louis, Missouri, who loves BTS, wants to learn Korean because she watched <laughs> BTS video, then all we need is some motherfucking Cantonese pop star to blow the hell up and then get some kid, some, some random chick from yeah. St. Louis, Missouri to want to learn Cantonese. <laughs> and then next thing you know, Cantonese is, like, the most popular language in the world. Yeah, right? watch us. Let's focus on that. Exactly. Yeah. Let's focus on that. That's like my final thing, and like that's awesome. what I want. That's perfect. Share. Powerful yeah. message perfect. from Sheldon Ho, guys. Thank, thank your girlfriend also because. She, she, me. Enjoy Taiwan. Yeah, she, she, she put an unhappy face when I told her I couldn't talk to her right now on Facetime. Oh, so. Tell her sorry. <laughs> tell me <her> say hi. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> I have to go. I have to go. Apologize. Oh, no worries. <laughs> have fun. Okay, okay. Have fun. Have fun. Have fun.